Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. Hello and welcome, from me at least. As per usual, Dan's carried the heavy load. Technology has beaten the bond bang again, so the current score line for those who are keeping track, that's Technology 37, Bond Bang 2. Um, yes, no, it was... Uh, I'll speak to certain parties afterwards, but I'll tell you what, no mucking around here. You would have done the preamble, Mr Dan Malecki. Hello to you, and um, there's so much to talk about with all 10 races that I think we're going to... We're going to have to get stuck in pretty soon because this uh, this was a great challenge, uh, a, a wonderful challenge, and who knows what we've got right, what we've got wrong. And uh, but I'll tell you what, I, I think we will we will have a few disagreements on a couple of races. I, I just don't see, I can't see here we're going to get c- concur on too many of these races because there's too much going on, isn't there? Yeah, look, totally. I'd be I should be surprised. Look, there might be one juncture uh, where, where where we meet <laughs> in the middle, but. Uh, even with the Victoria Cup, um, I, I had a, a, a an opinion early, which I've sort of stuck by and feel obliged to. But yeah. I, often I'll look at A, B, C, and D possibilities for speed maps. And seriously, I've I've gone beyond Z. I've gone to the Greek alphabet. I've got that many <laughs> uh, possibilities that um, could uh. could unfold there. And you know what? I think that's great. It's not about us being right. We want to be excited by the product that's out there ahead of us as well. And if we're thinking that way, I'm sure all the drivers in the race are thinking that way as well um some might go in with an open mind others might have the plan and could make the difference between winning and losing but also providing a wonderful spectacle it's the alpha through omega version of uh of the friday <laughs> form panel and i'll tell you what it's not just the victoria cup it's every race and just very quickly because we do want to get stuck in but i'll tell you what i love about this is there's a bit of serendipity here. So um, we had some discussions uh, earlier in the week about where the Vic Cup should rightly sit and potentially will it stay where it is right now? I would say long-term, probably not. But I'll tell you what has worked out. This is a thoroughbred-style meeting, I reckon, in terms of scenarios, variability, and, and, and markets as well, isn't it? So if we are going to capture that audience, and a lot of that is going to have to do with we don't want too many roughies winning, on Giddy's Day at Caulfield. We want the punters to still have some cash. But I think they're going to be able to look at these markets and it's not going to appear as foreign as it might normally appear, Dan. Oh, for sure. There's some names that uh, people that are not that au fait with uh, harness racing, they'll know. Ladies in Red, Leap to Fame, Captain Ravishing, uh, Catch a Wave. You know, these are the names that permeate into other streams, whether they're sports industries, that people should know and want to see. So um, we've got the biggest names going around, I think, in Australia. I mean, is there one horse in Australia that you would love to be there and add to the depth of what we've got? Um, It's hard to pluck one out. There could be one, but I'm not sure who it is. No, no, just about the lot, really. Right, let's get stuck in. First race in the card, and I knew right from... I did it chronologically, the form, and I knew right from the word go, okay, this is going to take some time. I've got seven winning chances here, a variety of speed map scenarios. One thing I did, I, I had settled on, to some degree at least, operative line last weekend, uh, Metrospective Black Book, a terrific run from the back, but has got gate speed. I've convinced myself at least that operative line will go forward, and if so, it's a reasonable chance of finding the front. So that's the way I've lent, but... Um, 
I'm very keen with all these races to hear your potential scenarios and how you see it playing out and, of course, who you've got on tops, Dan. So uh, take it away. Okay, well, with you uh, suggesting operative line A, the eye catch, it was obvious for everyone to yeah. see last week, but it actually surprised me that um, he went straight back. When I looked back at the replay, James did come out of the gate with it and then very quickly made up his mind, I can't cross here. Um, so he swallowed the medicine pill and uh, he, he drifted back to the tail and the horse really worked home well. Now, the positive within that is we know he's got gate speed and it's he could go forward. Uh, but you've got We Made Frio, Damas's Diamond Eclipse. There's a bit of pace there. Uh, whether he could cross them in one fell swoop or not, I'm not sure. But the good thing about last week's run, it shows you how we can savage the line from back on the field when he's not used, not used up early. So either way, this horse has got a chance. Um, we often refer to the first race and being on the pegs as the place to be, and he, he may well be there. Um, but I thought there was enough pace in the race that it would generate a good tempo. Mm. So operative line at the front of the field, absolute um, uh, a horse to beat. Uh, operative mm. line slotting in, coming from the back, terrific each way chance. He's probably only a, a point longer in the market, if you know what I mean. I think mm. Mirakuru is such a good, tough horse, and we love Steve Cleave. I, I liked his run first up. Uh, he's good enough, but he just, he set up to be vulnerable. I mean, to be yeah. fair, he's very resilient, Mirakuru, and I think he's in the mix with a really good each-way chance. Uh, one Diamond Eclipse. Uh, Diamond Eclipse has got the gate speed and might hold them all out early. Damasus could do the same thing uh, as well and cross, but Diamond Eclipse can also come from behind. Damasus is going really well, so 6913 are my top selections. I somehow left out He's Charlie's Angel. I, I, I don't know how I've done that. And even post-game, they're mm. the other two winning chances, I thought, in that race. And if the pace was really on, Monomia would be a hope as well. I'm not sure I've got this race right. I think I've got a lot of the key chances, but I may not have the winner in my top four. It's a difficult enough race, but I'm 6, 9, 1 and 3. I've gone 6, 10, 3 and 1. So, and we've got all the same winning chances because I've thrown in post-game Mirakuru and Monomia uh, as the other winning chances. So if you're playing early quaddies tomorrow night, I would not be mucking around, particularly if you, um, if you want a little bit of cash left for the five big group ones, including the Victoria Cup. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing that we definitely should point out here because this is, this is pretty crazy that we've both got Diamond Eclipse in our top four. You've got him third pick. I've got him fourth. He's still 26 and 6, but earlier in the week, I reckon really? six, 61 and 11 was available. Six, 61 and 11, Dan. Was, for Diamond Gee, Eclipse, I didn't even think the markets the were out for that last race. I was looking late last night. I didn't see a market for the for a couple of races. The other races have been out all week, but that is extraordinary. I, very 26 <laughs> now. Jeez. Uh, I, that's still value for... I, I've, got it, I've got it single figures. I marked, I marked it at $6.50, a very good judge over in Perth, and a good mate of mine uh, got on early with a, with a different provider where the 61 and 11 was available. But it's just crazy. I mean, you could have one by eight if you wanted to. I mean, mm. Diamond Eclipse, does he win that often? Well, he only won three starts back. He's going to be in the perfect spot here. I reckon behind the leader, whoever. We can, we, we can toss up Damasus. We made for, we can, there's several leading chances, but... The only other ones in the market here of the front line of Damasus and operative line, I think Diamond Eclipse can hold up, a hand up, and whoever he hands up to, I don't think they'll be handing up again, probably, Dan. So, I mean, yeah. um, one by eight here, I'm just thinking that that's a, a $9 bet for a $48 return if it runs top three, and we both got it in the top four. So, if we were going to give one bit of punting advice in the first, even though we, you know, we're both with operative line, I think, I, I, I'd still be saying maybe Diamond Eclipse is... 
is the betting option here, don't you reckon? Yeah, well, it must be for oh. you because you sounded like you sounded like you you passed out and maybe hit your head on the corner of the bench when I told you it was twenty six and six. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked by that. I I can't see it starting uh, that price. I thought it'd be much shorter simply because a it's the pegs. We've referred to the fact that the pegs early on in the program, particularly if not the whole program, is it's not a bad place to be. Horse that's got gauge speed can um, uh, finish off its races pretty well. Likely to get the good run. Um, that surprises me it's, it's that bright but that's good I like being surprised there are good surprises and bad surprises maybe the bad surprise is it doesn't run top three but the good surprise is you feel like you, you're getting value for your money even at 26 and 6 $6 a place particularly I look if it was $1.90 the place uh, mm. fixed odds I'd say oh well fair enough you know it wouldn't be inviting me to want to back it but $6 a place does well I've got it, as I say I've got it $6.50 to win and when you're getting the place price that's yeah. similar to your win price. Um, there's not too many other options than to get involved. Gamble responsibly. Can we take this all the way up to 53.54, Ollie, until we can get through the mate mine, Callum? Uh, so we've got three and a half minutes. I might just get your opinion. This is a cracker race. This is going to be a race that, even though it's not one of the five group ones, that because Ladies in Red is there, it's going to uh, carry a lot of weight. But it's not just Ladies in Red. How deep and wonderful is this field, Dan? Unbelievable. Uh, just to have her back and... Um, Emma Stewart's got the majority of the field here and all wonderful, wonderful mares. The barrier draw actually evens it out a little bit. Uh, you're talking about prices. I couldn't believe Ladies in Red opened up $2.20 earlier on in the week. I actually went back and looked at her uh, trials again just to make sure that I was... I initially saw her trials and thought, wow, you are going so good. She's actually trialled like a horse that had been racing and, and had a run after two... You know, had a trial after two runs. Mate, no, I couldn't believe two twenty. She's she's into a dollar sixty five now on tab. That's no shock. I've still got a shorter than that. Um, look, it's no easy task winning first up, particularly after having that much time off. And you know what I'm like. I don't often tip horses first up from a spell, but I, I, on what I've seen at the trials, and I know sometimes trials can be misleading. But when you're trialing and holding off a Moray Vita and in Cipher uh, pretty easily. Um, and they're not in a Victoria Cup. Uh, I think she's got to defeat these horses uh, for sure. I, I think a dollar sixty-five is value. I think she's the best bet of the night. But at two twenty earlier in the week, and now everyone is is be, becoming of the same opinion. Um, I think Pettyon's over the odds though, because she might be able to lead there. She's a good mare. Cameron Hart on as well. Just that little change up with a driver, and uh, that could make a difference. She can run a big race. Treachery, obviously. Grant Dixon gets the drive there, and Soho Historia for me. 10, 6, 8, and 9. But ladies in red stood out. I know you say that it's my heart speaking to a fair degree, and you're right. I think we all wanted to win. She's so good. But my head was saying, 220, you've got to be kidding. And I obviously wasn't the only one, because my bet on her wasn't that significant. Well, Tim O'Connor is definitely with you as well. So I don't know what Ladies and Red is going to start. We've, we've got about 90 seconds. So I'll, I'm just going to – we might talk more about this race straight after the uh, the break of the news. But I've gone 10, 8, 11 and 9. I've nearly gone the other way emotionally and psychologically where I think where, where you've got the love affair and you are uh, willing her to be at her best and looking at those trials and saying, well, you might have even got better, which is, you know – mind-boggling and breathtaking the whole concept whereas i i feel like i'm almost i feel like i'm trying to lift a touch of weight off of her i marked it two dollars it's clear that i've got it wrong that, that that that's too generous but i'm almost thinking well not yet though. Oh, do I, not yeah, yet I don't want, wrong. well i don't want to i feel like i don't want to part of me was like i don't want to add 
anymore. Because if ladies in red runs, it's it, un-Australian. Though I've got to point that oh. out. It is very un-Australian. Well, that's I'm obviously it's obviously the quarter Maori in me that's uh, kicking in. Then, uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, we'll go to a break in just a moment. But my numbers will be ten, eight, eleven, and nine. And I, I don't think I can make the case anymore. I, I do want to talk about whether the pole mark or Akira Rebel might want to nearly hold up here because that would certainly help Treachery, who just seems, if you think Ladies in Red's a great bet straight out here, then I reckon Treachery, a place at $2, also seems appealing, particularly when there's not much between her and Tough Tilly and you're only getting $1.45 about Tough Tilly. But we'll discuss that, all that and more, including the five group ones on this meeting tomorrow night. Amazing meeting at Melton Entertainment Park coming up tomorrow night. Back very soon with more Friday form panel. D-Bills and J-Bon, unpacking it.